Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you're tying in. This is Julie Brainlady Anderson. I am the host for the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show. And I am so happy that you've joined us today. Whether you're listening live on our on Blog Talk right now and are the Women Entrepreneurs or you are tying in later as a podcast and download and listen to it, we value you as our listeners no matter where you're at. We are now Currently, we were looking at the stats, and we are excited to say we are strongly international, not just Northern California, but Europe, uh, South Africa. We have some some followers down there. Uh, we're just really excited about the expansion and the growth, and obviously, it is because women entrepreneurs are dynamic, and they are willing to learn. They are willing to stretch and listen to amazing other women entrepreneurs and be able to benefit from the wisdom that they share. And that is what we do at Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. We are the one-stop shop for women wisdom and business. So no matter what it is that you're doing, whatever your company is, whether you are a representative of uh, direct sales or network marketing, or you have like our amazing guest today, built your business from the ground up. Whatever that is, there is wisdom here to share. And we are very happy to have our guest today, Rachel Neal, who is going to share some of her wisdom. But before I welcome her in, let me read you a little bit about her uh, her bio. So she has built a career around talent acquisition and company culture with a passion for startups and healthcare. As part of her background, she has extensive experience in recruiting and placing candidates in a position to succeed prior to the CareX Consulting Group. She worked with an executive, as an executive, pardon me, at Nordic Consulting and helped to build it into one of the largest epic consulting firms nationwide. Rachel graduated from the University of Pennsylvania and continues to be an active, active in the local alumni chapter. Now, as she is the VP of Candidate Relations, she recruited talent uh, to help this Nordic, uh, build Nordic con- Consulting's culture into one of the top 10 best places in 2016 and was named by Madison, as named by Madison Magazine, as well as the best places to work by Modern Healthcare in 2014. 2015. What amazing um, little accolades there. Named one of the In Business Magazine's 40 Under 40 in 2016. She is the lead organizer of One Million Cups Madison Group focused on supporting local startups in the community. And she is an executive level experience in healthcare. So Rachel, welcome to the Women Entrepreneur Show today. Thanks for having me. I'm Oh, you cut out just a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I was saying I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Wonderful. And we were talking 
I was like, good morning, because I'm out in California. We're technically still in morning and the a.m. hours, and she's in, based in Wisconsin, so she is in the afternoon. So we uh, appreciate that her joining us in her busy afternoon. So tell us, we heard the professional uh, bio, Rachel. Tell us a little yeah. bit about um, what what brought you, I mean, you've, you've got a really great uh you know, technical background in your in your business and your experience, but what really got you into uh, the? I, I'm interested in especially the company culture. You're passionate about healthcare startups and healthcare and developing a positive company culture. I'm sure. So, what really drove you into this particular line of work when you came out of your college studies? Yeah. So it it was kind of. Um, serendipitous, I guess. I, um, I will kind of give you my, my quick journey here. So I was on the East Coast. I bounced to the West Coast. I ended up not realizing I'd land in the Midwest, but my husband had gotten a job here, and I thought, I'll, we'll come for a year, and then we'll get back to one of the coasts and our lines of, of trained, trained work. And when I got here, I ended up uh, – falling in love with the startup space. So Nordic was a really small startup. They were about 10 people when I joined, and I kind of caught that entrepreneurial bug. And as I was with the company and as it grew, I, I really, really became passionate about growing companies with great cultures and also um, really found a love for that early-stage startup space, which prompted me eventually to raise capital and launch Carex, which was my first company. Very cool. It's it's interesting that you that company culture is is something that's important to you. Right now I do a lot of work in with my company, my corporation, Your Best Mind, that we, we work with corporates to help them improve their company culture based on neuroscience. Why was that why was the culture piece of it important to you? So we spend so much of our day at the workplace, and if you are in a toxic environment or in an, an environment that doesn't allow you to thrive, it just impacts all the rest of, of your 24 hours you have in a day, and that really adds up. So I, I know I personally wanted to work in a place where I felt really good about going in every day, and the work that I was doing and the people that I was working with and the the organization that I was working for. That's such a good point. You know, when you think about it, it is a third of your 24 hours at least, right? Because that's just an eight-hour day, and a lot of workers are working so much more of that, and then you add in your, your travel time. You want it to be a comfortable place. So I, I, I applaud you for that. Now, what is – so you worked with this um, – with the Nordic Consulting and helped to move it up into some place that was one of the best places to work, as it said, now created Carex Consulting. So yeah. how did that transition take place? And so what I, is like, Carex? Oh. Yeah. So Carex, uh, I'll kind of go over that first. Carex does talent acquisition in the tech, PMO, IT, and innovation spaces. So we provide talent to organizations of all shapes and sizes, both direct hire and contingent, um, to help them be able to scale and grow and do the things that they need um, to be successful. So um, 
I had mentioned that I really liked the early stage startup space. So as Nordic grew, I ended up really missing kind of being a young company that was in that fast growing space. And that prompted me to start Carex. So I ended up raising a round of capital and then teaming up with some like-minded individuals uh, who had complementary skill sets to mine to kick it off. And we have been growing ever since. So what exactly, so you provide the talent, and this is such a, right now in working with a lot of the corporates, I mean, the the great resignation is what they're terming, what they're calling it right now. Companies yeah. are really struggling to to fill the to fill the seats, to fill the positions. So what are some of the things that you personally are, are finding in this new environment that we're all functioning in? It is so crazy right now. I think, I, I always say, like, it was very confusing when the pandemic hit because you heard a lot about people not having jobs or jobs, um, people getting laid off or things like that. But in the professional kind of level space, that wasn't the case, especially in jobs that were easy to translate into remote roles. So that happened pretty quickly. And there was still a lot of um, – a lot of business that was happening and a lot of growth that was happening. And so certain sectors actually grew a little bit more quickly than during the pandemic, like healthcare. Um, there was a race to get things virtual and digital and be able to do COVID testing and all these things that created job opportunities. And then, so, and then at the same time, companies had gone remote which expanded their reach to higher places. So the talent, the competition or the war for talent became um, that much more intense because now you had companies that previously were only hiring for in-person roles in their state, hiring remotely and being able to grab talent from anywhere in the country. And so this definitely created a canvas market. Got it, got it. It, defi it has definitely shifted a lot of the way we view positions and working. Now, yeah, we have our, our listeners are primarily women entrepreneurs. So you went from a position of in one company, created and built your next company. What mm -hmm. helps some of these entrepreneurs that are listening? Because this the entrepreneur field has absolutely ballooned and mushroomed in this last year, right? Because so many people, due to the situation of being home and looking for other ways to create revenue during this entire time, the entrepreneur field has just gotten huge. There are so many new entrepreneurs out there, and we really want them to have success and, and not fail in these endeavors that they started. What are some of the tips it can share with entrepreneurs how to take an idea, right, the ideas that they've had or they've come up with and maybe they've started their business but they're just not really sure how to expand. How do they, what are some tips that you can give our listeners that will help them to do what you did and take these thoughts that they have, these entrepreneur ideas that they have or started already in this last year and a half and, and make them a, a very large, functioning, well-oiled machine? Yeah, absolutely, and I love talking about this because I am, um, as as I've said, I'm really passionate about it, and I want to also tell the listeners, I'm a mom of six kids, 
So I have been doing this while raising a family and really I think that anybody can do it. And what I see the biggest holdup for people is waiting for things to be perfect. They feel like, oh, I, gotta, I can't launch this until I have all these ducks in a row. But what I've learned is a lot of times 25%, 50% is good enough to get started. And you really have to get the ball rolling. Um, things are never going to align perfectly and are never going to be just like able to fit, be fit in a box. So um, you just got to, got to do it. And it's, it's been really interesting because I actually launched another company during the pandemic and subsequently raised half a million dollars for that. Um, and I took it out on Kickstarter. So I started a product company, which was completely new to me. I had no product retail e-commerce experience. Uh, chose Kickstarter as my platform and ended up having a really successful campaign and was able to flip my company into direct-to-consumer and now will be in retailers coming um, this year as well. So Wow. Really, so you you're just, just gotta, an entrepreneur on many levels. <laughs> yeah, and I think part of it's just that I don't have the fear of failure. I think I, I've realized, like, I learn so much when I do make mistakes and when I do fail. And between that and things not having to be perfect and just going for it, that's, I think, one of the biggest hurdles that stops people. Agreed, agreed. And I think that I like to just view for myself, and it's a good thing for, for anyone, to view failure as a stepping stone to success because it's really you learn every failure, every failed attempt at something, you learn something. You learn what doesn't work. You have yeah. to, you know, use that as a stepping stone to what does work. And that's, that's very interesting. What is your other company, if you don't mind us asking, your direct-to-consumer company? Yeah, it's called, it's called Figgy, and it's a kid's play couch that is aesthetically pleasing for the modern parent's home, um, yet fun and educational and Keeps kids off screens. I love it. <laughs> Get them off the technology. Uh, we'll have to check that out. We'll see if we can add that link onto the show page. Um, that would be fun to to take a look at. So if if someone has this, let's say they started something in in the last year and a half, or they're in the beginning steps. And they think to themselves, I have no idea how to go from just me, just me running my company to growing. I, I, I find that a lot of women get to that point where they're stuck. They're stuck at the solopreneur. And I hate that term because, in my opinion, for real success, you have to be, even if it's just outsourcing to other people, you cannot manage it all. But they're stuck in that position of it's just me but I know I need to bring on, I know I need to either hire, I know I need to make this next step in order for my company to grow to its next level. What would you suggest for those individuals that are in that kind of transition ready to make that next move? So I would, I would have them look at the different options they, that they have for, for scaling. And for each company, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be, do you need to go out and look to see about like debt financing? Do you need to look at, um, at raising capital? Can you reinvest some of the funds from your business? There's all these different 
opportunities and ways that you can go about growing. And it's really assessing what's going to be best for you. But I think you've got to invest um, something in order to be able to grow and be willing to say, okay, I'm going to maybe take a hit on this now, but it's going to lead and produce more in the future. And just really figuring out how to go about doing that, which, which path is right for them. Um, and I would explore all of the different options. I, I'm a big fan of reaching out and talking to as many people as possible and getting advice and talking to people who've been there, done that, and saying, what would you do in my situation? It's, um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean you don't know what you're doing. It, it's just a great way to, to really be able to move faster, I think. Yeah, because it, it, there's that old saying, I remember hearing it years and years and years ago, I was probably a child growing up, is that it takes money to make money. So it, in order to upgrade your website or your, your shopping cart or upgrade your marketing, so many of these things, it does take an investment. And it takes, like I said, whether that's subcontracting out to somebody else, another dynamic business uh, woman or entrepreneur, and helping them to, or having them uh, help you in supporting the tasks. Now, you talk yeah. about that the raising capital. Do you? You said that you're you're a fan of reaching out and and gaining wisdom from other individuals. Do you? How do you do that whole raising capital? That sounds such a foreign. Uh, foreign thought to a lot of women entrepreneurs, you know, they don't want to go in debt, they don't want to, uh, you know, have to pull together all of the documents. Like, it just seems like such a big, uh, big thing to, to do. What would you, what's your thought process on that? And how would you suggest that somebody gets started if they're at that scaling point in their business? Yeah, so there's, there's a couple different pieces of advice that I have. And one is to take it one step at a time. Don't get overwhelmed by the process or what might come and gathering documents and all of this. Just really try and focus on the here and now, getting from step A to step B. Um, one way is if you live in an area where there is a lot of entrepreneurial activity, attending, attending different um, groups or conferences a lot of times they're free or they're low cost for entrepreneurs to attend. And you can gain some really great knowledge. And usually they have speakers or mentors. I know in Madison, we've got a really great entrepreneurial hub here. We've got an organization called Starting Block, which has a bunch of different resources for entrepreneurs. We have Generator, which now um, is an accelerator that's expanded across the country. But they're always holding free lunch and learns for entrepreneurs that where they have speakers come in and talk about things like raising capital or debt financing and other options. So that's, that is one approach. Another approach would be to find out what VCs or angel investors are in work or look to invest in your particular category and then reach out to them. Their job is usually to be talking to entrepreneurs like you to they're looking for the next hot company to invest in or um, a company that they can feel like they can get behind and help scale. So they're usually more than willing to take your call and give you some free advice. So those are two ways I think that you can 
get started right away. It's easy to find those people through a Google search or on LinkedIn. Nice. You know, that's, I think LinkedIn is one of those underused for entrepreneurs. A, a lot of entrepreneurs, are their brain is in, at least this is what I've found over the years in dealing with uh, are working with, I should say, women entrepreneurs, is they're always, their brain's always in the promotion, you know, in the promotion thought process. So they're on the Facebook or, or wherever, Instagram, promoting their company, promoting their product. And they, they don't always focus enough on the connecting, which I think LinkedIn is one of those platforms that is excellent for connecting with dynamic people and just just even just reading their post right just listening to what yeah. they have to say is is sometimes really really amazing i know that's an area that personally as my company's growing and expanding i'm spending more time on, on that platform so and i i find too just your local chambers and your local connecting with people locally is is kind of a lost art yes and yeah. there's so many different if you there's so many places that you can look. Universities typically have business and entrepreneurial programs. The SBA has different programs throughout the area. There's just all sorts of things that you can connect and I've, or ways to connect with, with like-minded people. And I find just sitting down and either having a cup of coffee with somebody if you can do it in person or reaching out and just introducing yourself, people are usually more than happy to try and assist and reconnect you with re with other resources that that they might have access to. Yeah, well some of the best ways to 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 get where you need to go is just uh Laura Sandra Yancey, eWomen Network. One of the things that she says she's got a large uh international networking company and she says it's not who you know. I mean, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So making those connections yep. is, is so very important. And another thing that she says, which I appreciate as well, is that you don't know what you don't know. And a lot of times it's rubbing elbows with these individuals, reaching out and talking with them, or listening to them on, on podcasts like this, you know, listening to the interviews where they can share the, the tidbits. And, and you have graciously given us all of your contact, the ways that people can reach out to you, which, by the way, that is all on the show page. I'll talk about that more in a moment. But you'll be able to, you know, shoot uh, Rachel an email if that's something that you want to pick her, her brain a little bit. So tell us about the future that you envision for your company. So now you've got multiple companies, right, because you've got yeah. your – your product company there with your children's uh, couch and then, of course, your, your uh, Care, CareX Consulting. What do you, what do you want to do to grow past this? What's your next step? And what do you want to do to inspire the future generation? Yeah, we just – I want to continue, continue to grow, whether – um, there's an exit from one of the companies, and then I can reinvest in other companies um, in, or other entrepreneurs or grow something else, or I can continue to build each company up into something that creates job opportunities for others and helps other companies grow. That, that would probably be my goal. I, um, I really love seeing women-led companies succeed, and I think that we need, we need more female entrepreneurs out there scaling companies. 
to help inspire and normalize it for other women. I love that. I love the 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 inspire, and that's what we do, or connect, you know, really lock show, lock arms with women entrepreneurs. That's what we like to do here at the with Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaires, just connect, just support everyone as we're all making the same journey in our in, in building our businesses. And you have done an amazing job of doing that. So I really, Rachel, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today um, and for, for sharing your story as well as your inspiration. Do you have any last top one or two tips that you want to give our listeners today about their business, whether it's managing their business, building their business, growing their business, or just managing your own uh, balance in your life? What are your, what are your top one or two tips? I would say don't be afraid to connect with people and really don't doubt yourself. That that voice of self-doubt that can creep in to say, I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not going to be able to do this and make it bigger. Just, <laughs> excuse me, keep going forward. Don't let yourself stop. I love it. I love it. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for being on the program today. You can reach out and connect with Rachel at a lot of different places. So she's on Facebook, CareX Consulting Group, Instagram, CareX Consulting Group, um, Rachel Neal on LinkedIn. She does have a CareX Consulting Group on um, <clears throat> on uh, LinkedIn as well. So, And then her her phone, their business phone number, as well as her email, is listed on the show page for today's Women Entrepreneurs Show under that title of Investing in Women Within the Workplace with, with our guest, Rachel Neal. Thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. I just love this job. I just love being able to meet and connect with other dynamic women. So it was my pleasure. Thank you, Rachel. All right, so as I said, you can get all of that information on how to stay connected with Rachel is on her is on our show page for today. So I encourage you to reach out, click that uh, connection button on LinkedIn, stay connected with her, like her the Facebook page, and you can see what's going on with her company, Carex Consulting. You can also check out her if you are in the space of wanting to get a job. She does her company now, especially with the virtual, because of the virtual space, she helps She helps with that. She helps with talent acquisition for companies. So you may want to reach out if that's the direction you want to go. And with that, I just want to remind everybody to stay connected with us as well at Women Entrepreneurs. You can follow our Facebook group or join in our Facebook group, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. Uh, you can like our page, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. You can also go to Instagram. We're building it. We're starting. We're growing. It is we.extraordinaire. Uh, we also remember that all of those are, <clears throat> pardon me, are plural. So if you reach out to us via email, it's info at Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, entrepreneurs with an S, women entrepreneurs, so everything is plural. Our website is womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. And if you want to become a member, just being an online member, being in our online directory and creating a cross-linking uh, to your website, which is a, an amazing thing for your SEO, 
it is $25 a year. I mean, it, how how great is that? 25 bucks a year, you can stay connected and add that extra, be a part. You get an entire, like you can fill out that, there's so much room and fill out all of your information, your bio, your product, your company, your links to your sites, all of that kind of stuff can be done on our website under the membership directory. So we'd love to have you. If you have a topic, you have a, a business challenge that you would like to have explored here or hear about on the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast, please send us that, go to, in, or send us an email, info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. And, you know, give us the suggestions. If you'd like to be a guest, if you have a, if you're a dynamic women entre, woman entrepreneur and you want to share your wisdom, then by all means, reach out, info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com or to our group liaison, Kelly Cooper, at kelly at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. That is K-E-L-L-I at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire. And let's just take this message. Let's keep coming in. We have members that are joining from Europe now. How amazing is that? We are just expanding and reaching, and we'll just keep growing. We'll keep growing and supporting you as women, as women in business, no matter what your endeavor is. All right. Until next week, I just want to close as I do every week and tell you to enjoy every moment.